Hi, Honeymooners. Natasha and I are coming to a city near you. And we'd love you to come see us and support us doing live stand-up comedy. As for me, I'm going to be going to the Comedy Club on State in Madison this very weekend for five shows. I love that club. I'd love to see you there. I'll also be at the Troubadour for the Netflix is a Joke Festival on May the 12th. That's just one night, one show, just me. But Natasha and I are going to be doing a live Endless Honeymoon podcast taping for the Netflix is a Joke Festival on the 4th of May. Then I'm going to the Punchline in Philadelphia. That's in July. Would love to see you there. I'm going to be going to the Punchline in Sacramento in August. And I'll be going to the DC Improv uh, the weekend before the election, before we figure out what hell we hath wrought. Come see me at any of those dates. Oh, yeah, one more. I'll be at the Bell House in New York on July the 11th. I'd love to see you there, New York City. Natasha, you got anything? Why don't you come see me in Brea? If you live in Orange County, I think that's Orange County. I don't even know, but come to Brea. I'll be there in April. I'll also be at the Chicago Improv in April. And if you can't see me in Chicago, why don't you come to Tempe in May? Tempe, Arizona. I'll also be in Boston, but that's not till October. I think I might take the summer off. Go to NatashaLegero.com. Or MosheCasher.com. And get some tickets. To see the both of us. And also make sure that you come to our Patreon-supported Dinner party this Sunday. That is on St. Patrick's Day. What else are you doing? It is a dumb holiday. I'm sorry. If you are not yet a member of the tier that gets you into the dinner parties, go ahead and upgrade. Upgrade that. You could downgrade afterwards. I mean, we don't have real rules. Order your corned beef and cabbage from the local pub. DoorDash that shit to your house. Yep. Log on. 6 p.m. Come mess with us. It's a really great way. To connect to the community of the Endless Honeymoon Podcast and also to connect to your lovely hosts. Welcome to the Endless Honeymoon Podcast Secret Dump, Natasha. It's a pleasure to be dumping with you again. Yeah, nice to be dumping with you too. I missed you. While you were on tour, I was all alonesome. If you missed us, by the way, you should come see us in... Oakland, California on New Year's Eve. Oh, yeah. That's going to be so fun. Sabrina Jolie is hilarious. Nick Thune, hilarious. This is going to be such a great show. Andrew Michon, Brent Weinbach, just at the Grand Lake Theater. Amazing comedians. It's the last one. You can go to tinyurl.com slash Oakland 2023 and get your tickets. Natasha, I'm excited to be spending another New Year's with you. And uh, I'm even doubly excited to be doing another podcast with you. Oh, I love doing podcasts with you, too. Are we going to do them over the holidays? Uh, absolutely. Yes. Yes. You know what we should do since we have all those comedians locked down, we should find a way to do like a, uh, we could do a zoom one or something like that. We, we should use them all because they've all been on the podcast before. It'd be kind of fun. Anyway, quickly, um, you know, our listeners write in and they ask us for their quick little advice pops. And I'm going to, this one is really funny. I thought you would have great advice for this woman. Okay. She says, I hate giving head. (laughs) Hubs and I still have a happy sex life. Am I wrong? What a weird way to pose that question. Am I wrong? Well. I mean, you're not wrong. You hate it. (laughs) The problem is it's like it is like very integral integrally part of the job <laughs> of sex with a man of sex of se- well no not sex with a woman yeah sex with a woman oh giving head but this is a woman talking about doing I, it to a man 
I'm assuming so. Maybe she would like to lick a pussy. Maybe she should. Listen, are you wrong? No. What you are is lucky that you still have a partner. Absolute non-negotiable. Rather be with an alt-right anti-Semite. Who gives good head? Who gives good head than to be with somebody that's politically aligned with me that's like, I don't, I just don't. Is there anything you can do to make it more pleasurable? Like, what about adding a bunch of lube? Why do you hate it? Because that means you don't like a hard dick, which might mean that maybe you're gay. No, here's what I bet it really is. Anybody that doesn't like giving head, there's got to be something going on with you, with that person about what they think it means. Am I wrong? It feels to them degrading. It feels to them like there's something going on because it's you're, you're right. Degrading. It's I get not, that. It's I not guess. like anal or uh, it doesn't hurt hockey or <laughs> or something that's like in the outer fringes where you're like, that's not my thing. It's just like one of the basic like three things you do for sex that to be like, I hate it. I'm like, you think it means something that it doesn't. Okay, well, who knows? But it is something to play around with. Maybe maybe if you if it's like gross to you, maybe you could shower. That's maybe the there's problem. like some like I don't know, some like coconut oil you can like rub all over it and then here's like, the problem. Yeah. Here's my the real problem. Even if this person decided, you know what, I'm gonna give it a good college try. The fact that she doesn't like it means it will never be good. Mm. It means that she's always she's gonna be Why? Doing it's something. good to one person. No. Good head never has come from a person that hates giving it. Oh, you think Except every prostitute, prostitute is like, prostitute. oh yeah, I just I fucking love this. Well, the prostitute is performing. So you're yeah, maybe this person could do a performance of enjoyment, but I just like my thing with sex, I always only want to do things that the person is into not because i'm like a good feminist uh man but because it's i can tell i want you to be wanting it i want you to be enjoying it or it's not fun for me because you're not into it well moshe i'm sorry i wrote in (laughs) that's you (laughs) wait a minute wait a minute i that did feel weird and familiar when i saw the screen name flowers.stems418 What? That's a weed smoker, too. It's kind of interesting. Flowers and stems. That's got to be weed, right? Mm-hmm. It's interesting to be a big-time stoner, but being like, I hate giving head. I don't know, man. Hate giving no, head? No, but there's so many men who hate those people giving are, head for on women, I'm absolutely. sure. Absolutely. Those people are They just want to be pleasured. Those people are dumb, regressive idiots like DJ Khaled. You know what's happening now, Moshe, is that um, people are doctoring their Tinder photos yeah. so that when they get to the dates, people aren't recognizing them. That's a classic. But you know what's different about it? It used to be shadows you'd have to use, but now it's Photoshop. Yeah, and Facetune, and there's all these things you can do to like totally change your face. What's the point? I don't know, but my friend just told me that her friend went to a date, and she, as she drove up, the guy goes, hey... No, he drove up in the car and was like, hey, you don't look like your picture. You're fat and just drove away. That is the most absolutely brutal thing I have ever heard. Because she was totally like using pictures from 10 years ago, but still she didn't care. She thought, you know, she's. But it's rude of her and of him. First of all, if you're a guy and you pull up and it's not what you want, you have the coffee. Get out, have the coffee, say it was a pleasure meeting you, and then you bone out in your Maserati. That's pretty lame to not do that. Yeah. 
Um, but also, if you're a person that's putting your your picture online, don't do doctored photos. They, what are you trying to sell? Yeah, you, you don't think anyone gonna, should be doing that? Of course not. What do you put? Would, you 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 go on Craigslist and you put a a, a brand new Ferrari on the on the site and then they come to pick it up and you're like oh it's actually a '93 Civic sorry it's like no that's not how that works okay well you want a Civic no I don't want a Civic I came for a Ferrari now you put the Civic up a lot of people are gonna be like Civic that's a great car that's a solid car I'm trying to ride that be well, what yourself do you, what do you do when people put their um like Matthew Perry, I, I just uh, was listening to this uh, review on his book and they went over like, I didn't read the book, but they like went over all the things, but he had his Tinder settings to 25 as the max. Okay. So He's I'm just like saying. like 50, right? Right. But that's just what a lot of people do. They So maybe just in order to get people I to pay attention not, to you, you have to doctor your photos. I don't I know. I do not understand the instinct in dating to try to get people that aren't interested in you to be interested <laughs> in you. It's the dumbest thing in the world. It's like, I've never understood this idea of like, I've got a crush, but she doesn't know I exist. Part of being in a romantic tete-a-tete is that both of you are engaging with each other's energy. Like, it's like having a crush on a book. It's like, oh yeah, I've got a crush on Pride and Prejudice. Like, okay, it won't ever, like, why are you, t- why would you want to be with a man that is filtering out people that are your age? Because he everyone, doesn't want you. Everyone has mental illness, I guess. I guess. I guess. Well. Me too. Me too. But you know who doesn't are the people that leave their secrets can i just say that's really cool that everyone calls in their secrets i would be too afraid to do that same here i mean this is a big podcast and someone could hear you we have over seven hundred and fifty thousand listeners a week for the secret dumps but for the main episodes it's 2200 <laughs> and i don't understand the numbers all right let's hear some secrets mr and mrs legero how dare you i need to preface this by saying I love dogs, any sort of animals, okay? But I, this is one secret I haven't told anyone, and I feel so horrible about it. It's actually been eating me up. So last year, I got my first gig grooming dogs. I have experience I hate grooming groomers. my own dogs, but this is my first gig grooming someone else's, and I get to the place, and it's a small mini poodle that is, like, severely matted. It looks like maybe two years of growth matte. And I shave her down. She's such a pretty little princess. <laughs> and I go to cut her ears, shave down one ear, cut it, trim it, looks beautiful. Shave down the other, go to snip the end of the ear, and I snip the little nib off. The nib off the end. Oh, no. And it's bleeding. Like, it's gushing blood. And the thing is, I'm grooming in their home, oh on their God. kitchen table, in front of them. Oh, my God. Okay? My heart is pounding. There is blood coming out of this, like, five-pound dog. And I ha- I did not want to tell anybody. I didn't want the old lady to see because she'll probably just be devastated anyways. Oh, my God. I used my, like, static or static powder stopped the bleeding brushed the dog went to go clean it like bathe it off and just um and i just dried her off combed her out and gave her back to the owner and like pretended like nothing ever happened i never told 
anybody that I cut off that poor dog's ear. And I mean, like, not just, you know, like a centimeter. It was a good inch. Like, oh my it God. was a good triangle. Now you're like, oh, gosh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I love dogs, and I never want to hurt them. I'm so sorry. But that did happen, and I did not tell the owner. Wow. What do you do in that situation? Well, if she's a pretty little princess, you don't tell the owner. You do not cut a pretty little princess's triangle ear. You do not. I think that that must happen all the time because they have their little ears and then the stupid little the hair comes out more. Mm-hmm. But also, Golly, an inch, an inch, that's this big. That's yeah. a fat cut right there. Do you think that the dog um, lived? <laughs> yeah. I'm surprised it didn't make a noise. That's what I was thinking. Isn't the dog screaming at that point? What's up with this dog? But the truth is, the good news is, somebody that let their poodle get two years worth of mat probably won't notice if it has an, an inch long scar. Right. I'm sure I'm sure the dog will be okay. Well, the dog's fine. But God, that is what a bad day at the groomers. Ugh. You know who's not a pretty little princess? Who's that? Pablo. Natasha, don't bully my dog anymore. No one likes it. Our listeners don't like it. I don't like it. Laura sent me an a email about it. Private, a private email saying Natasha's toxic. <laughs> Laura, do you want to tell her about it? All right. All right. Can we hear another secret? Yeah. Hey, y'all. Big, uh, big fan of both of you. I've got a, I got a little secret and then a, a big one. My uh, little secret that most people don't know is that I went to bed until I was about 16. Oh, uh, wow. Definitely a late bloomer. Mm. And my bigger secret, uh, which I just listened to your secret hotline where a guy was extorted online and i had a similar situation video chatting online thought i was with uh with a girl doing you know some funny business and we eventually move over to skype and you know we start exchanging information like oh he had me on facebook oh, uh, we do that and, mm-hmm. you know we're well, doing, dicks doing out. our fun fun masturbation and such together mm-hmm. and then things stop and i realized I was only watching a recording. It wasn't a real person. And the <laughs> person get- starts messaging me saying, I recorded everything we did, and I'll send it to all of your friends and family <gasps> if you don't give me $1,000. I did not have much money at the time, so I ended up having to you know, give them whatever 400 or something I had mm. over to the currency exchange and wire transfer it to mm. just some random address. Mm. And no one... Absolutely no one knows that unless you recognize my voice. Um, so yeah, I was sexually extorted online and that was about 10 years ago and now it's out there. So thank you guys so much. Have a great one. Enjoy the holidays and thank you. Well, here's the good news. This person's never going to use this against you. They're never going to like go into your contacts and like send it out to people. What if though? They what, won't. What if every like holiday season they came back and were like, hey, what's up? I still have the recording and I am a little bit short of cash. I mean, that's the problem because isn't it like, you know, 101, like a criminal 101, like if you give them the money, aren't they just going to ask for more? Well, it seems like it worked out. I mean, this is a known hustle, by the way. Really? Everybody should be wise. I mean, like what are the odds? It's good you talked about this because I didn't know that happened. Why do you mean? Are you 
thinking about maybe masturbating to someone on the internet? No, so people can hear about it. What are the odds, g- fellas? Because it is only fellas that fall for this. What are the right? odds? No woman's that do- some giving hot- her routing number to some guy because he's. What are the odds that some hot Filipina stranger is like? Oh, yeah, I would love to masturbate on camera with you, person I've never met before. It's never happened. It never will. Just don't fall for it. Mm -hmm. Do not do it. Do not do it. But also, don't ever have your penis in the webcam, in the screen. Don't put the penis in the screen. It's so obvious. Don't put the penis in the screen. Mm -hmm. Anyway. Don't move to Skype. Don't go to a second virtual location with someone. Yeah, this is all bad. I mean, in what universe? I mean, have you never met a woman? Do they seem pretty keen on jerking off in front of strangers on video? <laughs> well, maybe it was a prostitute situation or something. No, it clearly wasn't. He thought he got lucky. Wow. This woman who lives in Bora Bora <laughs> is really interested in me busting out my cock and having me stroke it on camera for her. Mm, cool. I love the idea that she just played it or probably he just played a video and this guy was so horny that for like a few sustained <laughs> minutes he was like, wow, she's here and mm, she's not really responding to my requests on the... Mm, wait a second. That's Ron Jeremy. So you you think it's like live. I don't know. I've never gotten in. I have been extorted in this way. There's an even lower grade extortion which is that they don't even, um, there is no jerk off session. It's just an email you get where they like, they email you with a password of yours. Uh, Have you ever gotten this? No. Now a woman might get this one. They email you with an old password of yours. Like for yours, it would be like um, Morrissey bitch 1903 (laughs) or whatever. And they're like, Hey, Morrissey bitch 1903. And you recognize the password as like one of yours. And then it's like, I know all the pornographic websites you've been visiting and I will send it to all of your contacts if you don't send me money. And they got your password in a in a data leak. You know, those once in a while you get an email, it's like data leak. That is how they get your password and they do it to make you kind of be alarmed. But it's like, or they say, oh, I have footage of you masturbating to these websites. It's like, what do you think I look like when I masturbate? You think I look horny? I look like a businessman. My, my cock is not on the screen. Again, it's not on the screen. So you can have footage of me masturbating all day. I'm just going to be looking forward, breathing through my nose. I'll just say I had sinusitis. Hi, Natasha. Hi, Mr. Lugero. Oh, God. Um, I'm reading your book, Natasha, right now. And I'm on page 27 when you're talking about how the YMCA was the epicenter of white trash entertainment and how you were taking some lessons there. So I just wanted to tell you that I, too, went to the YMCA, and I, too, was on the swim team in high school. And instead of going to swim team practice, which was probably three or four times a week after school, like 7 p.m., me and my sister would hang out in the women's locker rooms and take 45-minute showers and smoke cigarettes while all the other 14-year-olds were swimming. Um, We were actually pretty good at swimming, and we did country club swim team on the weekends and just didn't give a shit about swimming after school until, like, 8 p.m. when all I wanted to do was watch SpongeBob and eat dinner. So, yeah, that's my secret. And, yeah, my dad did find out, so maybe it's not that much of a secret. But I wanted to let you know that I'm reading your book, and, yeah, fuck the YMCA swim team. All right. Bye. 
Also, it's like what what is the secret that you were a cool teenager? That you didn't you didn't spend all your time no. in swim meets? Well, I never did that. You weren't a cool teenager. Smoked cigarettes and took long showers. Yeah. That sounds awesome. I took a long shower. Although how do I'm you smoke of, cigarettes in the shower? You gotta have one of those um Greta Garbo like cigarette extenders, but it's really long. So it mm. goes all the way out of the water. See, our swim practice was at like six thirty in the morning. I just um think that uh this person sounded like they had a cool life i took long showers i smoked cigarettes i watched spongebob and ate meals it's like <laughs> sound cool and now they're reading my book so they sound really cool everything about this person sounds cool uh if you haven't gotten natasha's book yet go ahead and get it it's available now so just fucking buy the thing natasha i i have to go oh you do yep i gotta bounce all right well uh listen uh it's been yes. nice nice knowing you yes and uh thank you for giving yes. me a child no i problem. love you oh i love you too